0: Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning this week a beautiful Chassidic discourse in the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called "Bahaloyischa Saneiros." When you light and when you elevate the candles, the Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Shabbos parshas Bahaloyischa. That year was the 19th day of the month of Sivon, in the year Mem Ches 35 years ago. So again, the Chasidic Discourse is based on the verse that says, When you elevate, when you light the candles, Mul Pnei Facing the center of the Menorah, Yeiru All seven candles are going to give off light. So the Rebbe brings from the Alta and Lakuti Torah, in the beginning of this week's Torah portion, which we call the Chassidish the Chassidic Torah portion, and he brings in reference to the Menoira, the candelabra that speaks about in the Prophet Zechariah. And it says over there as follows, Re'isi name Menorah Zov Kula I saw it was a candelabra made out of gold, all made out of gold. The altar explains what does that mean, because what does it mean, the kula, all of it, and he explains that the menorah, the candelabra, on a spiritual level, is referring to all the Jewish people, all the Jewish people somehow have a place in the menorah, and there's there's seven candles in the menorah, which is referring to the seven levels that we have in serving a Kaddish Baruch and serving Hashem. And the author goes on to explain the seven levels of serving Hashem corresponding to the seven emotions. In other words, he starts by saying that those that serve Hashem from, with love, but in love, there's two different types, there's different levels of love. So the first love he says is love of water, avakamayim, which is referring to the which sphere of, sphere of chesed. As we know that sphere of chesed, says the expression of Zohar says, yoima da and kula yoimim. Chesed goes with everything. So the first type of personality is the one that loves Hashem like water. It's flowing, beautiful love for Hashem coming from a place of chesed. Then there is, ava kirishbeesh, it's love, but it's fiery love, which is coming from gvura. So as you see love, if it's coming, if it's like mayim, it's flowing, it's coming from chesed. But if it's love, but it's on fire, it's very, very strong, that's coming from a place of gvura. So that's two types of ways of serving Hashem. ava kemayim, which is chesed. ava kirishbeesh, which is gvura. This love of water is uh, uh, kindness and love of fire is severity that's the two then there's a third one is someone that serves hashem through the attribute of Torah he sits and learns Torah which is which is already a, a, a middle of the road sphere which is the sphere of Tiferes. Tiferes is connected idea of learning Torah obviously you can have you can have a combination we're giving each one what it is then there are those that serve Hashem with they it's all about being victorious, which is connected to the attribute of Netzach. And then there are those that serve Hashem with the sphere of Hoid, which is acceptance. And then he goes on and he finishes off, there are those that serve Hashem with Isnasus, with elevation. And then those that serve Hashem, what? With humility. So again, just to recap. So the author explains Chesed, <coughs> which is <coughs> love of water. gavurah love of fire. Tiferes is learning Torah, Netzach is, is the power of, of, of being, you know, succeeding, Hoyt is acceptance, he doesn't mention Yesaid, we'll soon see the Rebbe explain, expl- talks about that, and he goes on to the last two, which is ele- which is a uh, um, uh, uplifting elevation, and then humility. So the Rebbe says he'd like to add that these two last levels that the just mentioned his Snassus and Shiflus, which basically is uh, um, uh, elevation and Humility, they're both connected to which sphere, because he didn't say which sphere it is. Do both of these are connected to the sphere of Malchus? What's the connection? Because you have Malchus as two parts to Malchus. In other words... You have the sphere of Malchus, the way it's above, before it goes down to the Seder Shash of the world, of the worlds. So first you have the, the, the level of Malchus in the higher level, where it's the last sphere. So it's a, since it's the last one, and we know Malchus has nothing to it, so it's a level of shiftless, humility. How, and that's why Malchus is the last of all the levels. Vietnam is the last of the beginning of <coughs> in the world of Atzilos, but afterwards Malchus we know becomes the crown for the next world <coughs> A Bria, Yitzir, and Asir, etc. So when Malchus becomes the crown, that's what he is fastless. That's like an, 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 the 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 upgrade of Malchus. Uh, in other words, so that's the way it's in the spheres. So, in other words, you have Hisnasus, referring to the higher level of, of Malchus, but not technically, it's lower, but it's the part of Malchus where it's, where it's high, the beginning of the world of siasia, And then you have the shiftless the way Malchus is what? The last part of the world of atzilus. However, the way it's in the menorah, which is referring to the, 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 the souls of the Jewish people, the, the order is the opposite first it comes his snossus, and then it comes shiftless so in other words seemingly if we're going in order of the spheroids, and he mentions his and shiflos, it should have been the opposite why because 1st should have been shiftless where it's the last level l- layer in malchus of the of, of the world and then sh- the goes with malchus the next level and Jefferson, he likes to point out <clears throat> on something which is a tremendous question over here because it doesn't mention anything about Yasid. It went through Chesed Burit and went straight into Malchus, two levels of Malchus, even though it's obviously opposite in the order. But Yesaid, he doesn't mention anything. And even though and he says especially that if you give a look in the in the Chassidic discourse of the the some the altar of his grandson, he does speak about the spiritual aboidah of the 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 of the of the sphere of Yasid. Now even though you can look into uh, into the in the, in the uh, manuscripts of these discourse, but it's a tremendous wonder here because all the, all these generations, from when Likud the Qut Torah was printed, no one asked the question, where's your site? How come your site is not mentioned? Okay, so that's the point that it brings out, how come your site is not mentioned? Now, so again, just to recap before we go for, for, forward. So the menorah is referring to all different types of the Jewish people. Tiferest, Netzach, Choy, yeso, but it doesn't mention Yeshoy, then Malchus. Again, the love of Hashem, like water, the love of Hashem, like fire, learning Torah, um, being successful, acceptance, Malchus, which basically is the the level of, uh, the last level, which is basically more shiftless, and the higher level, which is the snowsess, and again, he mentions the opposite, etc. Now, that's in all the different levels of serving Hashem. But what does it say? and Chesaneiroiz. In other words, someone is kindling the fire in the neshamah so they can serve Hashem. Who is doing that? So we know that Aaron is the one that lit the menorah. Aaron is the one that the candles. Like it says clearly, the commandments to Aaron. In other words, the Aaron affects in every one of the levels of the jewish people and as we know iron is one of the seven shepherds that go ahead and 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 flow energy into the souls of the jewish people and what is Aaron's affecting the jewish people that we every one of our attributes should be working fully and we should be connecting to kadosh baruch Hu. now so since Aaron is the one that's doing this, so in order to explain the the, the the advantage of the effect and the impact of Aaron in the souls of the Jewish people, so he explains in the Chasidic discourse the revolutionary idea of Aaron in reference to his way of serving Uh, Hashem the way he was before him so Aaron obviously was coming on Aaron Akoyin Akoyin, the high priest was going to inspire the Jewish people their souls so there's something unique about Aaron compared to all the generation beforehand let me explain this follows what is the way that Aaron served Hashem what was the power and the energy of Aaron Akoyin the power was his service of love Like it tells clearly in the Mishnah that you should be like the students of Aaron, who oyev shalom, he loved peace. And the same thing also we know Aaron's uh, spiritual body was 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 the priestly blessings, and we know the mitzvah, like the bless, like the like when we you say that when the when you say the blessing to 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 bless the Jewish people, what does it say in the blessing? Levoreiches ama Yisrael to bless the Jewish people, ba'ava. So Aaron is connected to love, and like it's brought down in the code of the Jewish law. That this idea, that he has to bless the Jewish people with love, you can put it in bold and underline it, it's actually something which is a prerequisite. And like it's, it speaks about in, Lent in the in the Zohar kadesh about how important, how crucial it is when you bless the Jewish people to do it with love. So therefore, in order to understand the, the quality and the power of Aaron, so he brings an introduction, the love of the way it was by Aaron, Klein, by Aaron Klein, and he says that this love you also had by Avram Avinu. As we know that Avraham Avinu, Abraham was the first of the three patriarchs, and he's, and what is Avram called? He's called Avram Oyavi. Avram was was called the, the one that loved Hashem. And the love of Avraham Avinu, we also have as an inheritance. As we know, Anything that the eight patriarchs had, they gave it over as an inheritance to all the Jewish people. Up to what it's brought down in, in in the Mishnah Torah from the Rambam in the end of the laws of Truva, that the complete the the, the the completion of Abba, the high level of Abba is the La of Avram Avinu. But nevertheless, so as great as the love of Avram Avinu was, and we have that within us. But based on way to explain this discourse. The love of Avraham Avinu is amazing, but it's not the ultimate completion. The ultimate completion is what? The love of Aaron Akoyin. And I can explain soon the difference between the love that Avraham Avinu had versus the love that Aaron Akoyin had. And he explains as follows. The love that Avraham Avinu had... It, it, it is called Abba's oilam, like we say in the prayers, Abba, love, and oilam from the world. What does that mean? So one of the explanations is, in this expression of Abba's oilam is, that the love that Avraham Avinu had, where did it come from? So it came from, as we all know, he meditated about God, but what, what part of God? The way God created the world, maintains the world, God within the world. In this physical physical world, like it says, my Ma how great is the actions, the physical action God created, my Ma all about actions, the world that God Shem created. In other words, when you're meditating about God, you're meditating on God, the way He's connected to the world, where He created the world, He maintains the world, the beauty of the world. It's all about the world. So avas Olam, the t- Aba means love, which is inspired by the world, is connected to which part of God. Connected to the part which is called Mamaliklum, the part of God that 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 is in that is enclosed in the world. Which basically is the level of godliness which is basically enclosed in, in the limits of the world. So Abbas Olylam is referring to Avram's love, which is based on the physical world. Now, this love that Avram and Vino have, what's the source of it? True is from God, but the way God is involved in the world, so therefore it's limited to the physical world. In other words, the love is limited. Now even though it's an everlasting love and that's what what I was telling me, it's a, a love that's everlasting an everlasting love but nevertheless the 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 component of the everlasting part means that it's 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 limited to what into time and space it's everlasting in time and space in other words the level which is above time past present and future you know if something is 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 above time, it, past and future, the same thing? You don't have to use the word everlasting; it, it's it's everything. And like he explains in the Kutei Torah, in the beginning about the idea of Adva ad In other words, that there's 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 a level which is um, everlasting, but then there's a level which is even higher than everlasting. Now, so that is what the love of, of, of Avraham However, the love of Aroin, Hakoyen, is a love which is off the charts. In other words, it's not connected to anything in this world, it's not connected to any levels in this world. And his words have come from a constant level of Siviklam, the part of God that hovers over the world, which is not necessarily enclosed in the in, in the materialistic world. And that's why Aaron's name is spelled Aleph He Raishnun, which is the same letters if you if you change the order of Nira. What does Nira mean? The, the idea of seeing. In other words, what does seeing mean? When you see something, you see the essence of it. Like it says in the prophets as her i am the i am nira to hashem literally I to I, you see hashem and as referring to revelation of above any level of a flow of of, of worlds etc and therefore this love is without any limits so as to recap what's Rebbe saying here he's saying there's two different levels of love there's a love which is based on inspiration of meditating on the world and therefore the love is finite, the love is limited. However, we're dealing with a love which is uh, not, li- which is infinite, so that's not connected to the world. So Avram Avinu, it was Av He had tremendous love, but it was a finite love. Uh, uh, on the other hand, Avram was an infinite love. And the says, that's why you can say, that the love of Avram Avinu is the love of Avas the love of the world, and the other hand, A- the love of Aaron, which is basically higher than Avas why is that? What's the difference that what that Avram was only stuck into the love of the world, and, and A- Aaron was able to go above the world? And he expl- explains, because the love of Avram Avinu, uh, when did Avram Avinu exist? Before Hashem gave the Torah. And however, Aaron came after. So we have to find the difference why Avram's love is limited to the world, and Aaron is not. And everyone says, because when did Avram exist before we received the Torah? Aaron existed after we received the Torah. What does that mean practically? So we know that before Hashem gave the Torah, there was a decree. What was the decree? That the things on high, spirituality, infinite, stayed infinite, and the things below stayed finite, and it was a disconnect. This was infinite, and this was finite. Like the expression is, everyone stayed in their position. What happened when, when God gave the Torah? That decree went away. Hashem said, I'm coming down. The infinite came down. And Moishabim, the finite, went up. So what basically happened was, there became a union between infinite and finite, got unified. And that's why the love of Avraham Avinu was only avas Aylon. A love of what? Of the world. In other words, even though Avraham was complete, there was no one like Avraham he passed all the tests. But since he was, it's not his fault, but since he existed before the decree was broken, so therefore whatever he was able to accomplish was only in this physical world. So he wasn't able to, to go to the level infinite because there was... There was a separation. There was a clear there was a clear distinction, clear boundary. However, on the other, when Aaron came along, he came after Torah. So now already he was able to, thanks to God allowing it to happen, he was able to experience love, an infinite type of love. And that so and, and that's why when it said when it, and that's why when we say Shmas, so what does it say in Shema? It says like this before we go further, so what Rebbe is saying is, that the difference between Avraham and Aaron, that Avraham again, was before Matan Torah, Different, great love, and he was the, the greatest love you can achieve, before Martin Torah, because you couldn't go on high, you couldn't connect to the infinite, however Aaron already was able to connect to the infinite, and that's why his love was infinite, so Rebbe goes on to explain, that's why when we say Shema, so what do we say Shema Yisrael, Hero Israel, Hashem Elokeinu, the infinite God is our God, Hashem Echad, infinite God is one God, is one, and then after, so what do we say? We say quietly, Baruch and then we say, we are hafta, we, we, are hafta, which is the key point. We love Hashem, and then it says, we love Hashem with all our might. Now, why is that? Because the love for Hashem, the way it's after Matan Torah, it's off the charts. You can connect, you can have love that has no limits. So it knows this love is a direct result from the Shema Israel, Hashem al-keno Hashem Echod. What does Echod mean? The oneness of Hashem. What does it mean the oneness of Hashem? The oneness of Hashem, the way Hashem is infinite. And the way it's not limited to the finite part of the world. So therefore, after you say Shema Israel. Here was Hashem, the infinite part of God. Elokeinu is our God. It means we're connecting infinite to finite. Hashem, Echa, the infinite part of God is one. It's all, everything in this world is connected to the infinite God. Which again is referring to the, the oneness of Hashem. The way Hashem is not limited by any part of the world. So what can happen afterwards? You can say the Ahafta I, I love Hashem, with all your might. What type of love? Love without any limits so here's another beautiful teaching and meditation next time you say shema it's powerful shema yisrael you're connecting to which part of god the god the infinite god and the infinite God in this world so once you feel the infinite god in this world now you can have the half you can love god without any limits now for one second, but the fact is, from Shmai Yisrael Hashem, 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 which talks about the infinite part of God, the oneness of God, and until you get to be the halfdo, you have a verse you say in between. What do you say in between? Baruch Shem We're blessing Hashem, who's part of the world, who's who's sort of being Malika in the world, which is referring to the oneness of Hashem, but not the way the infinite oneness, but the oneness the way Hashem is connected to the world. So. <coughs> How do, you, how do you go to the haftu if you had if you had, if you also only took a break and we spoke to make God's connected to the world? Trevor explains very simple because the fact is in the Torah, the ahafta comes right after Shema Yisrael. So in the Torah, Shema Yisrael Shema Khad, and then it's the Ahafta. Baruch Shen Khad is not in that order in the Torah. That's point number one that point number one why it doesn't create an obstacle for us to have an infinite love for hashem point number two the Rebbe says that even the Baruch of that we say so first of all in the torah it's not in between even in shema when we say it we say it quietly so we say it quietly it doesn't affect the energy of connecting to the infinite part of hashem that's point number two number three there explains another level we can say that even though Baruch Shain Khvoid Malchus Elayim is referring to the three worlds, Abriya, Yitzira, and Asiya, like explained elsewhere, that's what it's referring to. But nevertheless, even in these three worlds, Abriya, Yitzira, and Asiya, there is three, and I'll say it in Hebrew, Roshay Roshim, there is, there, even the world of Bri, it's seriously, even though they're finite worlds, but they have three heads that are connected to even above Atzalus. And like, like the Rebbe explains, like we find, and elsewhere it's explained, in reference to we know the powerful 13 attributes of compassion. Yud Gimel that talks about in the Torah. So according to one insight, so we know in Judaism, Kabbalah, it's all about 10, the 10 spheros. What's those 13 attributes? So it's explained that the three um, ab- ab- uh, the three above the ten is referring to the three worlds of Bria, Yetzirah, and Asiya, which is lower than the ten spheres of Atzileus. And another opinion is that's referring to the three Roshay Rosham, which is higher than the ten spheres of Atzileus, and obviously they're both connected. So in other words, an aside that we're saying is, when you have the 13 attributes uh, of compassion, it should be ten. So what's the answer? Those three. They're either three, which is lower than Atzilus, or the three, which are higher than Atzilus, the and they connect those, from the lower one you connect to the higher one. But the point that I was bringing from here is you see that even in the world of Bia, you have uh, you have the way it connects. Um, um, off the chart. So therefore, when it says Baruch Shem Kodesh Alamid, i referring to Bia. It doesn't mean you have to sink into the lowest level. You can stay to the highest level, the infinite part of Hashem, and therefore you can go, continue on to be a uh with with Bchal uh, uh, Now. Whoever goes on to explain, he says something very properly. He says this. You could say that's why the whole year, when we pray, we say Shema Yisrael, and we say Baruch Shein quietly. Why do we say it quietly? Because we want to stay connected to the infinite parts, that we can have the love, which is which is infinite love. However, what happens in Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur, we all know, we say Baruch Shem quietly, but right out loud. You still say it very very loud. Why is that? Because throughout the whole year. The, the, the revealed part of Baruch Shem is referring to the three worlds of Bri Seer, Seer. So there you have to tone it down because you want to stay connected to the infinite part of Hashem so you can have the infinite love. Uh, you know, so, so, so this way the, the, the will be connected to Shema Yisrael. So if we say Baruch quietly. However, what happens to him, Kipper? And over there, in Yom Kippur, even though it's saying Barak Shem so in Yom Kippur, what, what, what do you hear in Barak Shem You hear the way it's Bria Siyah is connected to the three heads, which is a so maybe you can say it out loud. Inter- inter- a very interesting uh, point and idea. Now, so basically, explains, but, um, you can say, this is also an explanation, what Chazal tells us that, Baruch, so we know, this, this, that when Yaakov said Shema Yisrael, Shema Kemalchad, he asked his children, knew, no, all my children, is Hashem our one God, so what did they respond? Baruch, Sheikh, Khoi, Malchus, Who said this? Yaakov told, uh, told his children, what was, when they said Shema Yisrael, and it was just like, in your heart is only one, so it's different, we also only have one God, so, the simple the simple the simple response is is in other words just like knows, <coughs> just like because since this since the since the tribes they were on which world? They were in the world of Briad C O C they were on a lower level. Lower than Attilus. so therefore the 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 oneness by them was lower than the oneness of Yaakov, and Yaakov is in level of Atzilus. So it was Shmaya Yisrael Shemak Kanachad. Yaakov is in level of Atzilus, and they said. We're also like you. And as we're from beyond, yeah, but we're connected to you. Uh, the is based on we just learned that there's a higher level in Barak which is basically the three Russian, which is above Atzilas. So you can say that when it says Kishame, it doesn't mean the Godfrey that, that in a lower level, like we just learned, but on the contrary, that the oneness of the world of Bri Sia Sia, which they were connected to, is actually higher. Because it it in there in or even though they're there, they're, they're connected to a higher level of the three heads of, of Briatsiasia, which goes on to a high, a higher place. So Deborah goes on to explain he says like this. So over here, so what are we saying? That um we say Bahalois Hasanerois. In other words, what's the, what's the ultimate goal? You have to elevate the candles. What does that mean? You have to go from level to level. Like it says, Yelchol, it's not just to, to reach one level and the next level. You have to keep on going higher. And that's why it says, Bechol, with your whole heart in the Shema, with your whole soul, with all your might. In other words, you have the level Bechol, with your whole heart. And then you have, which is on a, on a, on a simple level, then you have a which is including the part that harbors over, the saving part. And the same thing with chal so you have your whole soul, but then you have the part that harbors over, and the same thing with chal also, moaitcha, you also have the moaitcha, infinite, but then you have even a higher level, the way it harbors over it. Up till we, we're, 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 we're it includes your own, your own your infinite part. In other words, whatever level you're at, that's a level of ma'id. You're trying to do more. And not only, not only that, you whatever, whatever level you're at, you, you keep, you keep on going to a higher level up to the, the, the true ma'id, which is basically off the charts. Now, what happens? What's the ultimate goal? The ultimate goal is to, that all these levels should, should shine with you in an internal way. It should shine and it should be internalized. So then when it, when, it, when it shines and it's internalized, you actually bring in the higher level of, of Makif within yourself as well. So the goal is again to, to keep on growing, but keep on growing and the higher levels will shine within you, and then you keep on going to the next level. So base minister explained beautifully something like this. <clears throat> this idea that Aaron inspires us, to, with all the, with, with the tremendous love for Hashem, because Aaron is the infinite love of Hashem, and he inspires us to have that tremendous love, and he inspires us with all our emotions, etc. This, the iron affects us even when we're in exile. And that's why this verse, it says we're, that the, 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 um, the, 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 can, the silver candelabra was set in the time of exile. Like it says, like it says, like it says in the verse, he said to me, this is the words of Hashem, El Zru Babel. we know, is referring to the Jewish people are called Zru Why are they called Zru Because Zru comes from two words. Zru comes from to plant in the earth, and Babel is an exile. And the same thing also was said, was said in Gaulas, but it applies to every Gaulas, even the Gaulas of Edom and as we know that when we go into galos the Shekinah is with us Hashem is with us so therefore the word of Hashem was to zubavel that literally to draw in draw in the word of Hashem uh, in, into the level of what into Malchus and Rebbe goes on to say he'd like to add that's why this idea we say we're in the avtoira, in the avtoira of the Torah portion in other words, it's not only the, the completion of the Torah portion, but it's well, it was established because of the decree against the Jewish people. In exile, we couldn't learn Torah, so that's how we had the Haftorah. And And instead of reading the Torah, which Moshe Rabbeinu established we should read the Torah every week, so we, we they established we should read the Haftorah, so we should have some kind of an idea of what the Torah portion was all about. And that's the, the revolution of this Haftorah, that even in the times of exile, what do we affect? Menoira Zav Kula, we're a complete Menoira, all our emotions are fired up to Kaddish Baruch Hu. and we're all unified, in a unified way, the men, the, the women, the children, up to the point of this going down into exile, the purposes for the elevation, up till we come to the end of the after where it says, truas chain chain Law, which basically it's Grace, Grace, and as we know, it says double geen geen law and as we know anytime you have double um, letters which are double those for example the um, uh the mem, the final Mem, the Nun, the final etc., any time there's a double letter, the pay, the final blade, it's referring to redemption. Like the Rebbe Marash explains the uh, in, in the, uh, the Rebbe is known as Lachetchil explains in the discourse any double letter is referring to redemption. So, the fact that the Rebbe says if we were, we, mer- we were married, we, we would have married already, we would already had the redemption from exile, abo- ab- above El, and we would have had the ultimate complete redemption. And how much more, So Rebbe says, after all the persecutions of exile and all the decrees and all the the the, the, uh, uh, the terrible things that happened to the Jewish people and God for it should never happen again but on the contrary it should be it should happen double for good things and uh, double blessings and we're going to go all together with our with our, with our with our children our elders with our, with our sons and our daughters we're going to go to Eretz HaKodesh to Yushalayim Irakhoidish and to the temple and to the holy of holies. And before that, we're going to have the lighting in the Menorah through Aaron, the high priest, Baha'u'llah, he's going to light the candles. And when is it going to happen? So here you see another beautiful chsidic discourse of the Rebbe and about the power that Aaron Akoyan gives us to be able to have love, infinite love. And ultimately, we'll have the greatest, infinite love for Kadosh Baruch, and like the Rebbe says, we'll have the, the, the ultimate, um, Revelation of Mashiach coming and taking us to Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh. And God willing, our next class will be in Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.